0: The second Once Upon a Time Roundtable. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from Once Podcast.
1: I'm Bill. And I'm Anne-Marie. From Greetings from Storybrooke.
2: I'm Bud Vanderkay from Storybrooke News Report.
3: I'm Jose Cardero from the Storybrooke Herald.
4: I'm Kauri Take from AfterBuzz TV. And I'm Rebecca Johnson from Operation Cobra Podcast.
0: This is fantastic. We had a lot of fun the first time that we did this, and several of you, our roundtable participants, were there too. And I'm welcome again joining us. And then Bud is the not only a new participant, but also Bud is a new Once Upon a Time podcaster. So, mm-hmm. Bud, you're hosting the um, uh, uh, your own take on Once Upon a Time for your podcast, and can you tell us a little bit about what your unique perspective is on Once Upon a Time that you share in your podcast?
2: Well, at um, Storybook News Report, my co-hosts, Becky and Genesis and I, we, we like to look at Once a from a very humorous perspective, you know, and like, yes, we acknowledge the serious moments, but we look at, you know, like the scene where Hook gets thrown into the bookshelf. We... You spend lots of time on that, but we, um, we I, I have an approach that's very similar to yours Daniel it's very you know detail oriented you know, and um, Becky and Genesis love to just throw in their previous you know knowledge about different uh, stories that they've learned we're all Disney fanatics so but, yeah mostly it's a humorous perspective
0: awesome. Now, some time ago, when we did our first roundtable back in December, we all talked about what our pet theories were. And Bill, I know you're really excited about this. <laughs>
5: so,
0: <laughs> start us off by reminding us what your pet theory was and where you stand with that now. Or if, you've, if you have a new pet theory, what is that new pet theory?
1: Okay, well, let's see here. Um, one... I, th- I thought that Neil Cassidy was Balefire turned out to be true I two I thought that during the second half of the season there would be a building conflict between the fairy tale characters who wanted to stay in Storybrooke and the fairy tale characters who wanted to leave happened uh, those are the two big ones I, I'll stop bragging now <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I, as I, I thought about doing a big list to bring in and just put up in front of the camera for about a minute so everyone could see <laughs> and uh, you know pat myself on the back but I decided not to uh, but <laughs> as far as a, a new theory I think uh, we're going to see a new character introduced as the whole Korra and Hook thing winds down towards the end of the season that is pulling the puppet strings of rumple and by proxy everybody in the story i I think there were a couple of big uh pointers towards that in uh the most recent episode manhattan particularly uh the seer the seer's involvement in the limp and the future telling power all that and uh what balefire said that uh uh, you, what, I forget the exact quote but he was talking a lot about fate and that he learned these specific things about fate from his father about people pulling strings so mm. that's my new pet theory
5: mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bud uh, what about you? Any pet theories or anyone else who wants to join in? What were your pet theories mm. back then? What's changed? What's your
2: new pet theory? Take it away my my current theory is actually that Henry is going to be the new Dark One. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Oh, so, so you become the Dark One so far that we know of. You become the Dark One by killing the Dark One. Do you exactly. think that Henry I, is going to kill Rumpelstiltskin?
2: I think, personally, this is my major, like, specific, detailed, oriented prediction, um, that... The orders, when you order the dark one to do something, it's almost as if an order that has to be carried out and it can't be stopped. So the only way to stop, say, in order to kill Snow White and Prince Charming is to kill him, and that would be the only way that Henry would be able to do it, thus giving him the magical powers, which he wouldn't be aware of.
3: I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I... I Like the theory that you have, but it's very interesting. But a kid killing uh, an adult is like I don't know. It's it's very it's very far fetched (laughs) to me because they would say it was an accident. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he he wanted he wanted to give it to him, and all of a sudden, oh, (laughs) maybe (laughs) that's for sure.
1: Uh, I I almost kind of like that because you know, for the first half of the season, Henry was very much uh, trying to emulate uh, charming his one grandfather. Now he can go in and emulate <laughs> the Dark One, aka Grandpa yeah. Number Two.
2: Well, like my reasoning behind it is because he's the last person he truly and purely trusted was Emma, and he found out that she lied to him. So, and he's got this need to protect himself and those he loves, and so that's what encouraged Rumpelstiltskin to get the Dark One's powers.
3: It- it could be interesting to see that uh yeah. and henry as the dark one we would probably find out if he's going to use all those powers for good or maybe he gets corrupted by the powers and yeah. you know of course rumpelstiltskin was already having the powers of seeing the future uh, future not set that We'll drive people insane and maybe you know something will happen to Henry I mean I like your theory but I, I, I'm i hoping it doesn't happen but
2: you know <laughs> that's what I want it to happen but I, that's just my prediction <laughs>
4: I have two theories about the dark one uh, One, I th- well on our podcast we've been talking about maybe Henry will be the reason that Rumpel stops become uh, that he stops being the dark one that somehow the undoing will you know Take that away from him, Um, and also Cora seems to really want that dagger, and I don't know that it's purely just to help Regina out, (laughs) because she seems to have an agenda. So uh, it's kind of come up on our podcast that we think Cora will be the new Dark One.
2: It would be terrifying.
4: (laughs) Yes, it would be terrifying. (laughs) You know,
1: at this point, that's really the only way that I I think Neil is ever going to forgive Rumpel anyway. You know, if, if, if he just has no access to the whole magic side of things. So I could
4: definitely see that happening. I just don't think Rumple's going to die, though. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen.
3: He's too big of a character. I don't think they're going <laughs> to kill him that easily. I mean, he's he's been so difficult to kill in the past. Huh? I don't think just a little kid will actually kill him in right now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and Cora, maybe, I don't know.
6: <laughs> well, you think about it, and uh, if Cora's plan comes to play, where they're gonna kill Emma and Regina, <laughs> and blame it on Rumple because of the dagger's control, then maybe Henry will be really upset, and in fact, be vengeful and kill him. So I don't know. That's an interesting theory. I kind of like it.
5: Yeah,
3: it's yeah. oh, interesting.
6: Yeah.
3: I don't know. I. I- I unfortunately don't have many pet theories. I haven't thought too far ahead. Uh, but, I mean, I, somebody else can actually talk about other fifth theories because I really don't have a big theory. My, my theory was uh, that Neil, uh Bell was actually t- uh, uh, Peter Pan, and, of course, that didn't happen. So that means a new character they actually go to over there.
2: <laughs> well, uh, well, how do you know he's had. not Peter Pan? We don't know <laughs> much about him. I'm, I'm biting my tongue yeah
0: well yeah so in my podcast i've been we brought this up in the last roundtable and i've been generally very negative against the idea of neil or bay also being peter pan or even going to neverland but i've especially been negative against the idea of his being peter pan and toward that end though i know i've you guys have theorized this too or you've received feedback on this everybody's theorizing that neil is peter pan yeah I so that
1: was part of my theory back in the yes States, so. <laughs> yeah which that hasn't been Art. proven
0: yet yeah and we're yes. staying spoiler free tonight there's so no, if there's a spoiler no. about that we're, we're not going to mention it but in in my podcast i said that because i've been so negative about this if Bay or neil ends up being peter pan i will drink a cup of coffee during our podcast and i hate coffee <laughs> <lot>
3: sugar. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll actually go ahead and put you up on that <laughs> a <very> special episode
1: <laughs> i'm getting um, nervous though <laughs> oh speaking of uh, cups of things hope pointed out over in the, the little chat room we have going on over there i am drinking out of a disney princesses cup tonight <laughs> <laughs> nice
3: that's great oh that's awesome <laughs>
6: um I have a kind of a far-fetched, even questionable-for-myself theory is because Cora and Rumpel shared that tiny kiss that is still shocking to me every time I think of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Regina might be related to Rumple somehow. I
4: don't know. We've, we've talked about it on our podcast. I think it's a possibility. Yeah. I don't know no. that they would do it now that they've done the the bail fire review, uh, the reveal, just because I mean that's a little too. That would make it even more. Too convenient, yeah. But I, I mean, I think it's possible with the romantic history. <laughs>
1: you, you know what? Uh, we've had and we've talked about yeah. it in a couple of our episodes a theory that, uh, based on that scene between Rumple and Cora. That Cora might actually be the original girl from the original Stiltskin story.
5: Oh, yeah. That would make
1: Regina the the kid that was promised to Stiltskin and mm-hmm. stolen away because she found out his name. So, uh, it, if, if
6: yeah. that's the case, that I mean, I like that theory because well, one of the episodes, future episodes, is the Miller's daughter, right? So, yeah, it mm-hmm. was the Miller's Miller.
1: daughter in the original story.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they've already said that. Uh, Regina's the daughter of a miller, right? I think they said that yeah. in the stable well, boy. Yeah, so, yeah. That.
0: Cora yeah. was the daughter of. Oh, Cora, that's right. Miller. Cora's yeah. the daughter of the miller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, Cory when you say related, are you saying <laughs> blood related or related <laughs> as in like romantically related? Well,
6: I was. I was, no, not romantic, as in, like, Regina might be the daughter of Rumpel, or I guess in this case, which I like his theory, is the possible, supposed to be the, supposed the daughter to Rumpel was supposed yeah, to be the Rumpel. oh.
1: Rumpel's the biggest character that we haven't seen the actual original story for yet. You that's know, true. the original <laughs> yeah. story everybody knows. Yeah.
6: Rumpel's true. actually been my favorite character this whole season well him and Regina I like them because I think they're the ones the two characters that have so many facets they're so interesting every time we have a backstory with them it just adds so much flavor to the episodes so
3: Mm -hmm. we'll see yeah I'm hoping that if they do bring it this season that they do bring the original story for Rumble but I feel like it's not gonna happen because there's so much stuff that that I've been hearing about uh, of different places they're gonna go, uh, and uh, it it's feels very far fetched that they actually would actually tell the Rumple story, uh, the original skin story, uh, in this season. But if by any chance it is in the Miller's daughter, <laughs> the episode that is coming up, in after the uh, the Queen is dead, uh, I'm hoping it is because if it is, that means that we'll see, uh, we'll find out the truth of what. Conspire between Regina, Cora, and uh, Rumple. I mean, if it is true that the little girl is the one that is uh, the uh, the kid that Rumple wanted on that on that original story, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if they do it, it'll be told in flashback, and it'll probably you know either parallel or reflect Mm -hmm. something going on between Rumple and Cora in the modern day, since there seems to be some sort of conflict brewing there a little bit. I don't know; I got a hint of it.
7: Yeah, do
6: no any <laughs> of you, know, you guys have um, any theories on uh, Greg Mandel, The
7: I was just thinking that. I'm like, I want to see her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to come to storybrook and just throw that wrench in the plan. <laughs> I,
3: I Greg, Greg Mandel. I,
0: sorry. I've been thinking since the name Greg Mendel, and um, some of our listeners from one's podcast have sent this theory in too, the name Greg Mandel is tied to genetics and specifically plant genetics. Um, Mm. He's considered the father of modern genetics. I wonder if he's going to have some part in maybe helping grow the beans again inside Mm. of Storybrooke. Because the beans, it seems like from the episode Tiny that the beans take about 100 years to grow or something involving a lot of time. So maybe he's going to... Some way, sympathize with the people of Storybrooke instead of wanting to expose them. He'll sympathize with them and then help them grow these beans so that they can go home and maybe he's going to get to go home as well or go back to Fairy Tale Land as well.
1: But see, if that is the case, I still think that his actions thus far are going to completely, uh, you know, mess with our characters' plans because he sent a cell phone video yes. of Regina doing the right. whole magic floating <laughs> thing. You know, yeah. these days, if you send a cell phone video to every, anybody, everybody has it within 30 minutes.
2: Yep. It's viral. Well, so, and also, yeah. there's the concept of. YouTube. If someone sent that to me, I would be like, oh, cool special
7: effects.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
7: So, yeah, I, just, that, I don't. That's uh, developing so slow. Like, mm. sh- I feel like that, that whole plot should be going a little bit faster. <laughs> he said it's a two yeah. minute scene every episode Yeah, like they made such a big deal about there being a stranger and then we forgot about him pretty much
3: yeah, he's been thrown into the background and I right. would love to see more of what his involvement is. I mean, like you said, if, it, if, if he's going to help with the beanstalk growth, <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. But what if he uses it against them and actually uses those beanstalks to go to Storybrooke and just send uh, more people, more strangers to uh, this land. And unfortunately, uh, these people will actually die because they don't know about this land. Uh, they know about fairy tales, but they don't know about this land. This land is completely different from the fairy tales that we're used to. And if that's so, if that happens, that it's all going to be chaos. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not liking that part. But would, yeah, I would love to see this uh, story being going forward faster because it's taking maybe too-
2: they'll invite get somebody named Walt Disney to come, you know, discover...
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bring him <them> back. <laughs> like, I, I, I've kind of built this whole scene in my head for, if, if not mm-hmm. the last scene in the finale, uh, one of... It's either going to be the last scene in the finale or <laughs> the inciting scene in the finale. And it's, you know, the two factions in Storybrooke, <laughs> the people who want to stay and the people who want to go, fighting... It gets really heated, and then the news trucks pull up. I And that either starts mm-hmm. the episode or ends the episode
7: in the finale.
4: That's yeah, a I think book. people are coming in to Storybrooke. Um, they, have to. Yeah.
2: they have to. Either that or the bubble of magic around Storybrooke will pop. <laughs> <laughs> one of
3: those two. Too many people oh, oh, popped. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that would be a crazy direction to go, though, instead of people finding out there's magic in this one small town magic exploding across the entire real world oh (laughs) my
7: god a little hero-esque yeah like hero they just a couple people had magic
1: that's one of the reasons i like the idea of a bunch of news trucks and stuff coming you know right at the end because they can because heroes ended with the world finding out about superheroes the heroes and I thought that was the thing I was waiting all what three or four seasons yeah. for, yeah. And, then, and then the show got canceled. So I'm hoping. Ah, you, do you
2: want that. Once Upon a Time to be canceled? Goodness gracious! Stop, <laughs> it.
1: stop it! <laughs> stop. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, you know, speaking of bubbles popping and magic spreading around, have <laughs> you guys seen this report that maybe Once Upon a Time might do a spin-off series based on the Mad Hatter? Yeah. What, what do you guys think of that? I would watch it. Want to- well, the report <laughs> is it- that if they make it, it wouldn't have Sebastian Stan.
1: Oh, come <gasps> on. How's that possible? Like, it would be set in the Once universe, but it wouldn't have the guy who plays the Mad Hatter. Right. Yeah.
7: I don't That's like, like offensive. <laughs> offensive. <laughs> so it would well. sort of depend on who they get to play him. I don't know. Like,
1: yeah, it, w- it would really depend on, on what the plot of the thing was. If it was, you know, the Mad Hatter and his daughter move away uh, to start a new life in the in our world. I don't know if I'd like that as much, but maybe if it was something where he was going back to Wonderland after it being empty for however many years or whatever. I, c- I could see almost something like that, like a modern retelling of Alice in Wonderland with the once upon a time Mad Hatter. Or something like that. Yeah. But I... You know, I don't. I don't think I would like it as the character stands now, as a storybook brook resident. Resident.
4: I thought it was called Wonderland. I, th- I thought I had a title, so I think it's supposed to take place in Wonderland. Oh,
7: is oh
1: it, did
4: it uh,
7: have a title?
4: I, I I thought so. That's what I I, Kate, I could I'm be wrong. But... <laughs> have our, our
1: Wonderland <laughs> <laughs> Wonderland I didn't know <laughs> about pilot. it until tonight. Podcast.
3: I just found out about it. I
4: just
3: found out about it. if they don't bring Sebastian Stan, I mean, we we know Sebastian Stan is. Uh, the Mad Hatter, uh, mm-hmm. but if they do bring another character, put Johnny Depp in it. I mean, he was <laughs> he was the original uh, Mad Hatter. No, 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 no. <laughs>
7: you do Johnny, I'm in. <laughs> <No.
3: laughs> there <be> two <laughs> I mean, we could actually see him do that crazy dance that he actually did in that movie.
0: <laughs> I, I could see them maybe doing something where it's. Um, <laughs> Kind of a fairy tale land version of Stargate where there's this portal device and you're able to travel between worlds and you're just following the Mad Hatter as he goes between worlds with his hat and he runs into adventures and all of this. I could see them doing that, but a whole series, spin off series, I-, I can't really see that lasting for you know, a season,
1: if they did two something seasons.
2: Like, if they did something like, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Sliders. Mm -hmm. Yes. If they did something like that, where it's like parallel universes, possibly. Like going Uh, to
1: parallel universes of the different fairy tales, like Peter Pan, but in this version there's no Captain Hook, or, you know, (laughs) something like that. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting.
3: Well, Hook is not there anymore. (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, It would be interesting. I mean, I would probably watch it. If by any chance in my interest is peaked, I would keep on watching it. But uh, if... If it's a spin off and who are they are they gonna still use the same uh, producers or like or are they just I gonna so. get a new i mean it could be interesting because if it's the same producers, it would actually be something good but uh <laughs> talking about two things it's it, it it's too much <laughs> for one pod- yeah, it was for one podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, honestly, I could I could see see it doing well as a mini series mm-hmm. or something like, or like that. Yeah. episodes or something. Yeah. But, it, it, I mean, I don't know, you know, with the way the ratings have been going for <laughs> months lately, I don't know if now's the time to be talking spin I know, I was
7: going yeah. to say, is the talking of a spin-off encouraging, meaning we know we're going to get another season? Because, I mean, that's sort of how I would think of it, but who knows? <laughs>
0: well, it could be something kind of like with uh, Battlestar Galactica, too, where they did a couple of these mini series where they went back and retold a tiny little part of the story that was missing from the whole tv show and it wasn't quite canon to stick it into the whole tv show but it was still some back information that you needed to know
1: yeah see i'd really dig that especially if they did it i don't know during the summer during one of the five million breaks they take (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that would be really really cool like i i just don't know if I, i i don't know if i can see myself committing to a whole nother series
6: Mm-hmm. necessarily yeah. yeah that's the problem I, mean, I have is committing to another series and mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time is already full of you know loops Everything. and kicks and I can't imagine what a Wonderland world would be like with Mad Hatter no, just be and all crazy. No.
3: yeah They're crazy we would actually have uh, t- 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 people saying the time has come <laughs> every single time <laughs> uh, and my DVR is too full I don't think I can put another series on it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, would ABC, be think of the once upon a time podcasters for once. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: now we got a question in from Danny D, who asked, uh, "Where do you think the season finale might be going?".
2: Cool. I agree with Bill on the whole news media showing up in town. I think that's where it's just going to leave off. There's just this news van rolls up. A newscaster jumps out and goes, and tonight on, you know, I think that's (laughs) where it'll leave off.
7: I just want to see the struggle between the people who want to stay and the people who want to go. Like, I almost feel like it's going to be, you know, here's the portal, who's going? Mm -hmm. And done.
6: We don't find out until next season.
2: would just be mean.
6: (laughs) Sorry, I think one of the main characters is gonna is gonna die. Uh, It's gonna probably. I think it's gonna be either Regina or Cora. I think it's Uh, Captain Hook. (laughs) They
4: foreshadowed his. They foreshadowed his death like three times.
6: They called him Dead Guy of the Year. (laughs) I think that's pretty obvious i don't I don't think I would miss Captain Hook that much at this point because his his character has kind of d- been diminishing this this half uh season
4: yeah, the
6: only left, thing left
4: for him is peter Pan so if if Neil does turn out to be Peter Pan, that's kind of the end of his story
5: <laughs>
6: I mean I think like with the title the queen is dead i I think that one of the big ones is going' gonna, right. gonna have to die because not all of them not we can't have Regina Cora and Rumple, all these powerhouses surviving. Through the next season, please. Right. Do the next season. I, I,
1: yes. I could def, I could definitely see the uh, logical case for Cora dying mm-hmm. uh, with Regina. I just don't know what's going on with her anymore because the first <laughs> yeah. half of the season it was the big redemption arc, and then Cora shows up and says a couple, couple kind words, and all of a sudden she's on Cora's side. But it seems like she has a little glint in her eye of something cooking behind. All the partnership with Cora and everything. So I just don't know what to think about Regina anymore.
2: If they kill off great. Regina, we will be stopping our podcast because we are all Team <laughs> Regina.
6: Yeah, I want Team Regina too. I yeah. I think she's just really lost. She really uh-huh. all she really wants is Henry. Henry's his Henry is her weakness, mm-hmm. and she's gonna do anything to get him. And being good didn't work, so now she's trying <laughs> out her mother's love to get Henry.
7: Mm-hmm. But she yeah. really yeah. tried being
6: good for about a week and a half.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really, it didn't, was, a there was tough some week stuff a going
7: half. on, so they didn't really have time for it to sink in. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not on Team Regina, though, so.
3: <laughs> yeah, it just, How many people it just, are on that?
1: It just feels like if her turn back towards Chorus' side is genuine, then. I, I don't know, it feels it feels like they skipped a beat with the character or something, especially, you know, the first scene where they run into each other when Cory gets to Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. Regina is like, Okay, you've been manipulating me by pinning this whole murder on me and everything. Let's go and set things straight right now and she was very adamant about it. And then there was one little scene in the car with, you know, a couple of little jokes about, oh, these modern driving machines. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Cora is not nearly as smart as she want, was two scenes prior. <laughs> and uh, she's completely on Cora's side. So it's, I, I, I think either Cora is planning something no. or kind of trying to work from behind the scenes towards her own ends or that I don't know they, they skipped a beat on the character one or the other
2: mm-hmm. is it possible that Regina could actually be manipulating Cora, who thinks she's manipulating Regina yeah. I was seeing that too a <laughs> yeah that's bit. what I'm thinking mm-hmm. she's it's double possible. crossing
1: the double crosser
2: you know? yeah. it's, a yeah. triple, it's a triple cross <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the same writers as lost so it's a
0: very <laughs> strong possibility yeah. what I've put out about Regina's motive is consider looking back it seems like she's only been trying to change herself just for Henry's sake mm-hmm. that's been her only motivation mm-hmm. it's as mm-hmm. if she's not repentant or sorry about what she's done she just wants to have Henry back and it seems like the way up until now that she needed to do that was to try and be good. Now that Cora's in town, Cora is providing this alternate way that she can get Henry back is by coming, mm-hmm. becoming the evil queen again, essentially. Yeah. So I think really that's Regina's motivation is just get Henry back yeah. and forget this whole trying to be good thing because that's, because that's too hard
5: for her.
6: <laughs> but you know, she did. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, she did want her mother dead, and she thought her mother was dead, so maybe she does want Cora dead still.
3: Mm. I mean, it could be a possibility. She, Like you said, she wanted her dead in fairy tale. Why not this be like this at a double cross? And at the end of the season, we see, uh, of course... Uh, Cora probably trying to hurt Henry, and uh, Regina doesn't want that, and Regina will actually lash out and kill Mm. her own mother. I mean, that could be one of the things that I'm thinking that could happen in the season finale, that, of course, uh, Regina kills Cora. Uh, That could uh, actually very well work to her advantage to getting Henry to like her her again, and probably getting Henry back.
0: Yeah. Mm. Now, we don't even know the episode titles for the finale for the last three or four episodes i believe last three no last two episodes last we know last two yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we know up to episode 20 of mm-hmm. season 2 but those last two titles which they're probably going to hold on to those titles for a little yeah, while
6: yeah there giveaways
3: another hiatus and then they'll give it away <laughs> <laughs> Uh, only if you
4: retweeted a thousand times on Twitter
0: (laughs) 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 that's been really cool that they've been doing that if anyone's not Uh familiar if you follow Once ABC on Twitter then uh, you'll occasionally see them tweet out some stuff that you might consider spoilers but they'll do these things every now and then that if you retweet this and we get a thousand retweets then we'll share a little picture of the script
3: that's pretty cool oh yeah yeah, I've been Ryan. seeing that in once upon a time fans, UK, that's the one that I usually go to. Uh, and uh, I've seen tweets of the script. I've seen also tweets from uh, the producers revealing the episode uh, uh, names on it as well. Uh, that's uh, usually where I get most of my news. Uh, for my podcast so it's nice to actually see uh not only once upon a time abc and all of these producers and of course the actors uh, also tweet pictures from the set (laughs) and that's always fun to actually see
1: yeah actually is as much as you know once is all about social media and everything i was really surprised they didn't actually have a twitter account set up for the stranger you know, <laughs> yeah. in episode. I went and I googled every combination of spelling of his name I could think of to try and find the the viral Twitter account, and nothing. Did that you look weird.
0: him up on LinkedIn?
1: I did not look him up on LinkedIn. Oh,
4: because he has a he has a LinkedIn account. They yeah. said yeah. that in the episode. I'm not to yeah. Sign into
1: LinkedIn because I I like having no spam in my
3: inbox. <laughs> <laughs> sign in. It,
1: it's an instant a hundred
3: emails. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> I get. I get an email every once in a while from LinkedIn. I don't know why.
4: <laughs> Some poor guy Nobody on LinkedIn does. named Greg Mendel is getting a lot of yeah, I know,
6: right?
4: messages.
2: <laughs> He's getting lots of business now. <laughs> <laughs> Do
6: you guys think um, Belle's going to get her memory back? I don't know. I, I
5: mean, tongue.
6: true love's okay. kiss. I mean, if Belle and uh,
2: Rumpelstiltskin are truly in love, then the kiss should have worked.
0: Except right? that Belle doesn't remember just like remember in the episode nice. "Heart of Darkness," Snow didn't remember Charming oh, and when yeah. he took that arrow for her. He the first time he kissed her, it didn't work.
5: Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. I totally forgot about of that. Belle is not in true love with Rumplestiltskin. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. and he did not give a good first impression. I'm just saying.
4: <laughs> 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 What'd you do that? How'd you do that? <laughs> uh, well, I'm losing her. M- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
3: uh, I'm hoping it happens. Uh, I would love for Rumbell to actually come back again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's the name that they actually have for them. That's- I like it. <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping that it does happen.
4: Yeah, I, th- I think the uh, the reason the kiss didn't work is because it wasn't necessarily a curse. She just lost her memory yes. from you know the storybrook line, but it wasn't necessarily a curse put upon her, and Trilo's mm-hmm. kiss can break any curse. Um, so I think she'll get her memories back probably close to the finale we'll probably all have to when wait it out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: that's gonna be like a theme at the end of every season Belle loses her memories and then gets them back
4: yeah it's pretty annoying
2: <laughs> Or
0: Belle and Sneezy fall in love with each other
6: yeah. the <laughs> oh dear that's a possibility uh.
3: What happens? Hell kids,
5: movie. and all of a sudden they'll
3: sneeze. <laughs> 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 they'll suddenly realize That's
5: how awkward
2: material, it is. right there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or
5: I think
6: could, the, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry again. Um, no. I think the season finale might have one of our characters become pregnant.
5: Oh. Hmm.
6: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I see snow and charming schmoozing mm-hmm. up a lot and mm-hmm. flirting in bed, and I think oh Y <laughs> like
1: you, you know, a third Awkward. season pregnancy is pretty standard as far as network TV goes. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: That would be interesting. I mean, like Emma, you're gonna have a baby brother. <laughs> yeah. it's
3: like- you're going to put more uh, more torture in her brain than she already has? I mean, come on, my little brother. Oh. More work for her to do as a sheriff.
6: Well, yeah, she hasn't really played sheriff in a while or
3: yeah, I i true. already
6: mm. yeah.
3: Jeremy's
1: been more of this sheriff than anything.
4: Well, I must been out of town. Yeah. For a long time.
6: She's Been on vacation. She's out
1: yeah. of town and very
4: busy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You know, in interesting way. Yeah, I like I like it.
6: watching Emma and Rumple team up though. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I'm t- too late.
1: totally fine. <laughs> You're interrupting me on
3: purpose,
6: aren't you? No. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> we don't want to hear you talk, Belle. Sorry. No,
1: I, I, I was just gonna say it would be interesting if they did like just a one-off episode where instead of Belle getting her memory back and falling in love with Rumple that he courts her and wins her over as, you know, mentally deranged Belle.
7: I don't know if that's going to happen now, though. Oh, yeah.
1: I, 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 can I see it happening. He's
7: made a really bad impression on her. It <laughs> may,
1: it may not. I would like to see that episode. Rumpel courting Belle.
7: I mean, it would be interesting yeah, if it, you choose Rumpel, not to make Rumpel- out Rumpel- with her in a
1: hospital. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it's not where to start. <laughs>
1: No, no. It's it, it'll be a very romantic episode about an old guy romancing this <laughs> young girl <laughs> that he kissed.
6: <laughs> She's from <laughs> China <laughs> across the room. <laughs> Maybe she'll get pregnant. <laughs> Ooh. 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 By the
1: and then she'll lose her memory again, and she'll be like, "Where this baby come
3: from?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, <who's the> father? <laughs> That would be me. <laughs> no. uh, it would be interesting to actually see a pregnancy at the end of the season. Uh, see who actually gets pregnant. Uh, maybe uh, Red will actually meet somebody.
6: Maybe she Maybe uh, Doctor Frankenstein. There was I a
2: totally support like. Frankenwolf. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <I do. laughs> now you know, bringing up Frankenstein. Uh, reminds me of a question i wanted to throw out to you guys so we learned from henry in the episode in the name of the brother when henry learned that dr whale was frankenstein henry then said wait frankenstein's not in this book and then he posed the question of who else is here so what do you guys think who else might be in storybook and kind of as an extension to that thinking outside the realm of the stories we've seen so far, maybe outside the realm of fairy tales, are there certain other characters you want to see in Storybook?
6: Um... I th- I think like Henry's book is purely fairy tales, like you were mentioning, and I think science is they're, they're distinguishing science and magic. So that's why Doctor Frankenstein comes from another book, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So maybe some other scientific person. I mean, that's why there's Greg Mandel as well with the botanist feature and the beanstalk starting to grow. So maybe there's another book. Yeah.
7: Uh, <laughs> but who wrote the
6: book? I don't know. <laughs> That's the...
7: Like, I just want to know who wrote the book. I would Maybe like to see Dracula. For everything and then <laughs> That, that would, would be awesome. Right? You
3: yeah. know, Carrie, you and I would uh, agree on that. I would love to see Dracula. That would be yeah. awesome yeah. to see. <laughs> now, in for the chat...
2: From
1: British literature in general, like, I'd like to mm-hmm. see, like, a, a Dorian Gray or a Huck Finn or something like that. That would be pretty cool.
2: I think. Yeah. Hmm.
0: In our okay. chat, Hope had suggested that maybe Pied Piper as a villain
5: in Ooh, Storybrooke. Oh yeah. Ooh.
3: That would be nice. How many rats are in Storybrooke? No. <laughs> <laughs>
5: or children. No, well, that
2: would actually put Henry room. at risk because he uh, mm. would be one of the ones that would get put under the spell. Mm. So.
0: Oh, true. now imagine this so Pipe Piper totally way off theory here Pipe Piper <laughs> maybe threatens to lead the children out or lead people maybe it's not just children but lead people outside of Storybrooke forcing them. them to forget their memories <gasps> oh.
2: Good.
3: I like it. That's just
2: me.
1: <laughs>
3: That's why he's a villain. <laughs> uh, that would be interesting. I mean, and then we'll finally see Hansel and Gretel again. Uh, I guess we haven't seen them since, uh, since season one. So That's we want to cool. see them again.
1: Yeah, It would be like nice them. to circle back around to some characters like them or Cinderella or, you know, people that got their... Own episode and then had a couple cameos and they got cast on another yeah. show.
3: Yeah, well, just come back
7: for another cameo. That's all mm-hmm. we're at. You know, wrap it up a little.
3: You just want to see a little tidbit, you know, <laughs> get a little taste of it. Uh, but yeah, Dracula would be a cool thing to actually see. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm trying to think of another uh, character. Maybe they should bring a Marvel character now that in Marvel yeah. is actually in this.
1: <laughs> Marvel or Star Wars or
4: I joked around oh, about no. bringing the Muppets. They're, oh, yes. they're, awesome. yes. they're Disney characters I, would,
1: I would am curious if the, they're the real world equivalent of Kermit that would be amazing it would be very or green Gonzo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you guys know that I've already introduced a Greek character Midas, I wonder if there's a whole land of Greek characters such as Hercules and all the different Greek yeah. gods that
1: would be
3: cool it like, yeah. is possible, I like that
6: yeah I like that too great Greek really Hercules dangerous. is
1: another Disney movie, so they
6: got that wrapped. You know yeah. the, the
1: whole synergy factor. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Will they bring Kevin Sorbo to actually do Hercules again? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: Vanessa, enough, it'll be Lucy Lawless
2: playing Hercules. <laughs> oh,
0: Vanessa in the chat suggested maybe Robin Hood would be a cool character to oh, see.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would it be the Fox version?
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hope so. <laughs>
7: and you know
1: we're still waiting on the little mermaid too. But
7: that was oh, yeah, we so
3: still haven't seen that season
7: 3. Yeah. yeah. So we have to have a season 3 cuz I have a little mermaid. <laughs> I may have yes. a heart attack.
0: Yeah, little mermaid would be awesome. Um that my wife and I just recently watched that again. I hadn't seen that in years. Have you guys been watching the Disney cartoons again? Rewatching yes. them recently?
5: A little bit.
3: many
6: times. Last was Rapunzel, <laughs> which was good.
3: Mm-hmm. I want to see the wreck Ralph. I haven't seen. I still haven't seen that movie. I that's see that. good. <laughs> yeah, but they should bring him and Storybrooke.
6: <laughs> 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 yeah, they should bring video game characters in there. That'd be awesome. Yeah, like.
3: That's
6: <laughs> Mario and Imagine
3: Scorp-
6: Yeah, Mortal Kombat, right.
3: Imagine Scorpion and Sub-Zero fighting each other right there.
6: Get <laughs> yeah, a- over here, Regina!
3: <laughs>
1: Actually, wasn't there a door in the hat that they said was the Tron world? So wouldn't that be basically the same thing as <laughs> the Wreck-It Ralph world? Because they're uh, both uh, inside yeah. a video game.
3: Yeah. I think... Uh, i'm gonna buy my thumb but uh I, w- I would love to see tron that would be awesome to see uh, mm-hmm. just who goes to the tron world would it be henry would it be emma who knows uh and meet tron right then and there <laughs> <laughs>
2: well then that also leads into the whole star wars concept
3: mm-hmm. bring yoda mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know I, that do you- would
2: be interesting adding a science fiction
0: character or, well, I guess that's kind of Frankenstein is science fiction. Well, horror science fiction, but adding like Tron or Star Wars, I feel like that's almost jumping too much.
1: Like adding one of our our modern, our very modern, like our generation or one or two generations on either side myths would probably be a big misstep. Like Peter Pan for you would just be on the edge of acceptability. As far as uh, as far as adding characters in,
0: for yeah. for being Neil, that's my <laughs> that's the edge of my.
3: Head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to end up
0: drinking that.
3: We're still hoping on that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now now you we've got coffee.
0: a we've got a guest who just joined us to ask a special question. So Elaine, welcome to our most <laughs> <laughs> expensive <laughs> <fun> time roundtable.
5: <laughs> okay, what, what? Did we just. I, just I, think I, ass. Ass. I,
0: I think she has to go cast a magic spell first before
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> We
3: put her on the spot. Sorry. <laughs>
5: oh my god! Don't, uh, just
7: go back talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cold, and I can't ask any questions. So mm-hmm. just keep on talking.
5: Okay, I, while she, I,
7: I'm recovering from a cold.
0: Okay, uh, while while she's. uh, getting her question together, then then just jump in when you're ready to ask your question. But um, then we'll just continue on with this. Now, some of these things, and Richard <laughs> brought this question up in the um, chat, some of these things that we're talking about, do you think they're jumping the shark too much? And I feel like that phrase is overused, but do you think... Maybe once upon a time has already jumped the shark. Do you think, do you foresee them jumping the shark? And for anyone who's not familiar, basically that phrase means (laughs) like doing something so out there just to get people to watch it again or just to try and rejuvenate interest in it or just kind of like that last ditch effort of something crazy.
6: Well, I always feel like they have crazy storylines, but they somehow reel it in correctly so far mm-hmm. so i don't i haven't seen them go too far yet even though i've already expected them to so maybe soon if they bring in dracula or someone <laughs> like hercules i don't know
1: <laughs> see I, I i don't know i don't see the bringing of new characters or new worlds i don't think in, unless they do it just completely poorly even really has the potential to jump the shark because every new character or every new world they bring in has brought in a lot more texture to the show Mm -hmm. it has made the show the world feel a lot more vibrant so Mm -hmm. i I don't know if bringing in additional characters (coughs) for me anyway could could really even start the process of jumping the shark that seems more a positive step to me
3: they bring Kratos. That's jumping the shark to me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I think they're just getting started. I don't. I don't think there's anything about jumping the shark to it. I mean, maybe somebody feels like that, but I, I think they're just starting the story now. So, Although
1: if if there was any like one like, maybe not jumping the shark, but kind of a kind of overplaying it, cash in moment for me. It was the zombies that Korb uh, um, rose yeah. from the ground uh, on the same night that The Walking Dead airs. It just seemed like... <laughs> <very fun. laughs> come, watch, come watch this show that has zombies, too, before you go watch The Walking Dead Wasn't nine. that when it came back? <laughs> yeah, the day
3: yeah, it came it's, back. It's, so yes. so same it day it came more... back. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I feel like it hasn't jumped the shark yet, but uh, if... They do bring more characters, depending on which character they bring up to uh, to this point. If in season three they bring new characters that we kind of don't want to see, maybe that will be jumping the shark for us. But I feel like it's progressing to something very big because it, it still feels like it's a, a continual story, and we still haven't seen so much reveals from other characters. I mean, we're mm-hmm. going to see the reveal uh, of uh, uh, the beginning of Korra. Uh, how that probably they met Rumpelstiltskin or something. We don't we don't know for sure, uh, and and we are going to find out of uh, uh, from Snow's uh, mother as well, uh, which we've never seen. Uh, we've never seen it in, in the fairy tales. We've never seen. We only seen just a little bit of it, and then of course we know that after that she dies, but we don't know why. So that would be uh, if they do bring uh, even more characters that we won't want to see. That would be probably jumping the shark for me
6: yeah I mean I'm going along the lines of what you're saying there's all these characters that still haven't been fully developed I'm maybe. still wondering where did Aurora go with Mulan and, <laughs> yeah I was that,
7: that? Yeah, I want to see more of that yeah, they haven't yeah.
1: touched on that at all minus Mulan appearing in a f- couple flashbacks
4: right yeah. I think they'll show up at the end of the season to kind of book more uh, to bookend it from the premiere mm. I think they'll kind of come back to do that
1: like maybe like in the big final conflict they just Show up out of a portal with Philip, and they're like, "Oh, who loves who?"
4: Because he, he <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he kissed her in the in the premiere to wake her up, and so I think she'll maybe kiss him in the in the finale to wake mm-hmm. him up.
0: Do you think the Wraith yeah, like will that. come back, or the uh, Soul Sucker, or the Dementor, or whatever you want to call him?
4: <laughs> well, they've got to do something with that. Uh, What is that thing they called it? The Wraith. The the thing that kept his soul... Medallion. Yeah, yeah. So they've got to do something with that. So I think we'll we'll probably see one again.
3: Aurora still has that medallion, so they Mm -hmm. do have to bring it back. And if they're actually going to thinking of going into the medallion world, that would be interesting to see what's in that medallion. How, if you get into sucked into the medallion, how, how that world would look. Uh, would it be just uh, you know souls going in and uh, probably with that, all the souls can actually help each other go out? Uh, I'm just saying, uh, if they do bring uh, that medallion back, it would be interesting to find out how they work that out mm-hmm. and how they'll bring Philip back from that medallion.
0: I was just thinking something, and then in our chat, Erin just suggested pretty much the same thing. Um, She says, maybe Mulan will sacrifice herself for Philip and Aurora's happiness, since Jamie Mm. booked a uh, She's working on something else. Um, Maybe, and the way I was thinking of that happening is maybe with the medallion, Mulan will have to sacrifice herself to be taken Mm. into the medallion in order to kind of trade and get get Philip back out.
1: Mm. Well, I, I, I can definitely see Mulan making a move like that, a very okay. honorable move, mm-hmm. you know
2: mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. by now, the way, cha- oh, go ahead
2: there's one character I'm wondering about he got like a little screen time Lancelot I mm-hmm. wonder no, if we're going to see anything more about him
1: did we ever find out if he he was actually dead or if Korra was just kind of masquerading as him? I, I forget. I think they
6: said he died in the episode a died. while ago.
1: Well, that was Korra that
2: said she killed him <laughs> yeah. a long time
1: That's
6: ago. That's true. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Unreliable narrator number one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the reason I ask is because I really want to know how he got the name Leviathan. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That would
5: well,
3: be that, interesting. Um,
0: they kind of explain that a little bit because of how he just kind of pops up out of nowhere, attacks, and so it was kind of the nickname in his um, militant behavior. Sort
1: of. Well, I'm sure if they can fit him in, he'll probably end up popping up in another flashback or two here or there, Mm -hmm. you you know, uh, because, well, him and Snow and all those folks seem really, really close, so you'd Mm -hmm. have to think that more than just the one flashback would be responsible for that. So there's probably yeah. stories out there to tell if they want to tell them.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So looking at the season one finale, in the in that last episode, there were those couple, oh my gosh, kind of moments where we saw Graham in there or the Huntsman in there. Mm-hmm. And then there was also Belle, but we could kind of guess that Bell was coming. But seeing Graham in there again was pretty really cool and like so many people were just like oh, I can't yeah. believe it do you see something like that happening in the season 2 finale and or maybe we'll see Huntsman again what do you think might be some kind of gasp moment not the not the cliffhanger for the finale but just some kind of big moment that's going to happen
2: obviously this is coming back has to happen uh, <laughs> I mean where did he go yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah, August has been out of the loop for a long time, ever since season two opener. We saw him leave, that's it. We don't know where he is. Uh, We want to find out what's been going on. Has he been in contact with Neil for these past few months that have happened? Uh, Has he uh, been trying to do some good to get back his fleshy self? (laughs) Uh, We don't know. Uh, We want to find out what's happening. (laughs)
7: I want to know what's going on with Charming's dad. Because he came, he, like, caused a ruckus, and then he disappeared. I thought he was in jail. Is he in jail? I I assume so. (laughs) The jail jail seems not secure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just a hunch. Mm. So, I don't know, it just seems like he should have at least, you know, walked by in the background. Like, been in some sort of a scene. Otherwise.
1: When will we see justice for the atrocities committed against Gus? (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> <laughs> I want to
7: see more of the animal characters, though, as people. Like, uh. because that was the only one that's been kind of said.
1: Well, Hopper too.
7: Yeah, but he was yeah. sort of a He's
5: human.
7: He was uh, a, he was wishy washy.
1: He was a human to a a human to an animal
7: to, to, a to a human.
3: Yeah, yeah.
7: He had a human self, but Gus Gus mm-hmm. was a mouse.
3: I mean, like Regina said, they, she brought whoever she wanted to bring for a reason. Was, was there a reason for her to bring Gus here? I mean, only to die? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, he's probably had more uh, more uh, to do with what, why he, she brought him. Either that or it was a mouse in the wrong place at the wrong time.
5: <laughs>
3: uh... Uh, let's
1: see as far as uh, big shocker moments that I anticipate in the finale like I like I said I have I just have this whole scene built up in my head with the town divided the trucks pull up and if that doesn't happen in the finale I'm I'm just going to be very sad. I'm going to get a bowl a bowl of Ben and & Jerry's and just up uh, <laughs> and watch my stories I guess. Do you guys <laughs> do you guys
6: think that uh um, Emma and Hook are going to hook up? Okay. Uh, I really hope not. But I like but...
1: Uh-huh.
7: But what about Neil?
1: Yeah, it's like okay. it, with Neil so back, and... it's a little maybe. Maybe? Huh.
7: maybe she'll be in the middle Cause, of the two cause, of them. Yeah, because Neil And doesn't, they can find out.
1: Neil doesn't seem very romantically interested in yes, Emma right now. I think
7: he does, yes. I think I he think does too. Completely, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, both
1: is... of you would know better than
5: I would. <laughs> we see it. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right,
0: so our, our guest, Elaine, is ready to ask her question with us. And it's a really good question. Okay. So go ahead, Elaine.
6: All right. I keep getting muted, which is weird. Um, how did August know that Neil's is balefire? And don't say because he was a tree. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I know he was wood, but seriously, don't say he was a tree.
3: Uh,
1: I think the fairies had some inside information and fed that to August before he got put in the box with Emma, personally. Also, lamest reveal what burn. was in the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> uh,
8: that
5: was awful. So
2: <laughs> well, do we yeah. you know um, how if they're the only fairy tale characters in our world? Could there be other fairy tale characters that come in, in different methods? I-,
0: I think there could be. Mm-hmm. Um, because if, if the beans have been used for a while, it's possible, certainly, that some other characters have come through.
1: Yeah, and, you know, with, with Hook involved in the story, if you look back to the old Peter Pan stories, there, there was a definite pathway between a, a normal, everyday Earth and Neverland. So right. if there was a pathway between those two lands, you know, there's probably other portals from other lands into the real world.
5: That's true. You know, there
1: might be, over in the Middle East, there might be a a portal to Agrabah.
2: (laughs) We need Jafar. Jafar would be amazing. Uh,
0: A common theory uh, I hear from a lot of people is maybe Blue Fairy and August somehow work together. Because here are a couple Mm -hmm. things to consider. Um, August did not answer emma's question when she asked him so you've been here before all he said was i didn't say that Uh, Uh so he left that open um he obviously knew about emma and uh, and neil before henry was even born so many years ago and also back in the episode when we saw that august is pinocchio when that Uh was revealed the blue fairy came to geppetto and said Um, i and the other fairies must make final preparations and i've always wondered what are those final preparations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so in looking at the storybook events i'm not sure we can really say that there's ever been any solid indication that blue fairy has also been cursed just like everyone else
1: yeah, and there was yeah, that one moment where she was talking in hushed whispers with August that has always stuck in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before the curse was lifted.
4: In the return? The oh, yeah. Return? yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Or that uh, would be
0: just, Yeah, the return. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. That would be but, interesting if for real that um, the Blue Fairy would actually have been able to protect herself from the curse and been unbeknownst to anybody. She was just Mother Superior to everybody, but she would know everything about. Everything that has happened in the, in the fairy tale world and brought it to Storybrooke, and of course, knowing that August is Pinocchio, uh, she would have revealed that situation about um, uh, Neil being Balefire, because uh, she knows she probably knew where that portal uh, took Balef- uh, Neil to. I mean, Belfire mm-hmm. to. So that would be another interesting theory. That
1: would be good. Yeah. Well, to, to, to tie into my theory that I, I was discussing earlier, if there is a, a puppet master behind Rumble, uh, then I definitely think it, I think one of the top contenders, based on the characters we already know, is the Blue Fairy. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if there's anyone manipulating the situation above him, it's them. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> Well, she is supposed to be bigger or more powerful than the dark one,
1: mm-hmm. so
4: mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, Here. that'd be a twist. Or not she so much. They
7: have more. They haven't really done too much with her. Yeah, not Except you season. know, jumping out from behind a bush to pull an old
5: <laughs> trick. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't
7: see that failing? Like.
5: <laughs>
7: yeah, that was kind of bad. <laughs> quite a few of those moments, like. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I think that's certainly something we'll see in the future. And to give a very Kitsis and Horowitz answer here, you should probably <laughs> keep watching. <laughs> <Yeah. But, laughs> Elaine, that's a great question, and I want to ask you before you go: just who's your favorite fairy tale, and have we seen them in Once Upon a Time yet?
1: Oh, we
5: can't.
3: Oh, uh, we can't hey. hear you. You're yeah. muted.
1: Yeah. She might have to unmute
6: herself. Yeah, you might have to move yourself.
3: Yeah, try to see. Uh, thank you.
5: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite fairy tale is... <laughs> <laughs> uh...
0: That's okay. uh, we're, we're using uh, Google Plus Hangouts for this, which isn't quite the friendliest technology, but it certainly allows us all to connect. Uh-huh. Um, yes. so, uh, but it's a great way to do this, and we might do this again in the future. I mean, we'll definitely do these Hangouts again in the future, but um, whether we'll use this technology or not in the future, well, we'll find out. So keep watching our websites, our Twitter accounts, and all of mm-hmm. that, as we mention when we'll be doing everything um yeah the next time that we have a hiatus Mm -hmm. or so we'll have this (laughs) so So elaine are you unmuted yet that you can answer not quite yet but she can she can type her answer to us and we'll mention that then in the chat room um but so
6: i'm unmuted oh there you go
0: yeah so tell us who's your favorite fairy tale
6: um, well, I've been posting about a million times on the forum, the little mermaid. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and it's my
6: boyfriend's too, but his is for a totally different reason.
5: <laughs>
6: well, she's sexy, so. Being a beast is, comes in second, actually.
0: Awesome. <laughs> well, Elaine, thank you very much for joining us with your question, and we really appreciate your uh, participation here.
7: Sure. This has been. Interesting
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. so um, now we've got another uh, question or person in joining us, and that is Sarah joined us, and she had a great question about um, once upon a time that she wants to throw out to the panel too so Sarah, as long as it looks like you're unmuted too and you're hearing us, and we can hear you, go ahead and ask your question.
3: Uh, here we go again Mute it. <laughs> <Mute> it. <laughs>
8: Uh.
6: where's magic when we need it
8: hello can you hear me yeah there we go awesome Um, okay so this has been a long time theory of mine I've had this since before season 2 premiered what if Cora's like whole plan to get Regina like the life that she never really like her never really had like um, like knocking Scaring the uh, Snow's horse uh, to get her fallen off, so Regina could rescue her. What if it goes further than that? Because she kind of like hinted that when in the stable boy, when she, when Regina, excuse me, when Regina asked her, "Did you do? Did you have anything to do with this?" And Cora just the way she always answers everything to, towards her. I don't know what you're talking about. What if it goes further? Her plan goes further. What if it involves possibly even killing Snow's mother?
0: Hmm. Mm. Great question.
8: Mm.
0: What do you guys
1: think about that?
5: Wow. (laughs) I could see that happening.
1: Such a nice lady.
5: (laughs) 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 Um,
3: Maybe. I mean,. Cora has been manipulating almost everybody in the world. Not in, not only Cora, I mean not only Regina, but also uh, Hook. Uh, maybe she does have a plan to, and she had the plan to actually kill uh, Snow White's mother to actually take over. Uh, we don't know. Uh, maybe it'll be revealed in this Sunday's episode. We, yeah, we'll it'll see. be interesting
7: mm-hmm. to see how Snow's mother died. Like, is it? I don't know. From the little pictures you saw, it didn't look like she was killed, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah.
1: But I'm sure there are plenty
3: of curses. That There's plenty look like, of curses uh, that look like terminal <laughs> <illnesses>. <laughs>
7: right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. A yeah.
3: terminal illness curse and cannot be cured by true love's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you
1: know. Wondering if Korra has that deep of an endgame. It really depends on how Korra got her start, which we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen the origin of Korra. So I I guess it really depends on on that. Like if there was an exciting incident to have her playing this deep endgame, kind Mm -hmm. of like a rumple or something like that. Or whether she's just trying to grab up as much power as she can and doing whatever she can to do it. You know mm-hmm. so it, it's just a matter it might be a grandmaster plan it might just be her being selfish and all that sort of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah there there could be some giga- you, well okay do you think Cora maybe has Rumpelstiltskin's future scene ability as well?
2: Hmm. Well I wouldn't say so, so because
1: the mirror coming
7: not necessarily
2: well, I wouldn't say so, because he had to get that from someone else. Mm-hmm. That's
3: mm-hmm. true. But what if she found a way to actually get that power?
0: Yeah, that maybe maybe while he was training her, because remember, we know that Rumplestiltskin trained Cora we don't know how long that was or what the nature of their whole relationship was and why they <laughs> seal things with a kiss. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's how she sees the future. That's how they transfer the psychic <laughs> abilities.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. Season
1: three is just going to be rumpling and Cora making out. Uh. Uh.
4: That's uh. when it'll jump the shark. <laughs>
5: <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's it. Is. There it is.
3: There We're there done. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to see kissing between Cora and Rumpel. It's just it's just um, thinking about it makes me want to go.
2: A theory else. that um, we had over at Storybook News Report, um, Genesis had pointed out. She says, "What if Cora is trying to get Regina to lower her barriers completely? To, I guess, the way she said it was to essentially steal Regina's youth." Hmm.
6: Hmm. Do you mean like literally steal her youth, as in like take her soul and her her age? Or do you mean like her life and the chances that she still has? I would say more of like uh, she, the way she
2: meant it was, as in um, essentially sucking the years from her hmm. as she would get younger, as Regina would get older, in a sense.
6: Or oh, like the picture of and Gray style.
2: Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. Uh. Huh. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I could, I could see that because, well, we haven't even seen the whole Dorian Gray, which is a f- famous um, story. Mm-hmm. That could be a cool thing to bring into this. Mm.
6: <clears throat> well, yeah. I, I, I genuinely think that Cora does want Regina to love her and accept her, because I do think Cora did all those evil things. For the sake of her, I, I still believe that Cora has one person that she loves, and that is Regina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Just like psychopathic Regina. love. That's kind of yes, exactly. It's a weird kind of love. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I, I don't know. I, like I, I, I kind of uh, lean that way when it comes to Regina and Henry. You know, mm-hmm. I think Regina really does care for him, even though she does have her own motives and everything. But with Cora, I think she I think Cora loves. Regina loving her <laughs> and uh you know it's it's more of a it's more it, Cora Cora is all about power give me power let me have power over these people and these mm-hmm. people and let me control these people and let me have this dagger and uh you know I, th- I think that's her main motivation I like I don't know if Cora out of anyone in the story I don't know if Cora is the character that is capable of love but, you know, really? we could see something different if we ever get her origin story. Well, know? she is
4: yeah. the queen of hearts. Maybe yeah. she has love in here somewhere. She
5: somewhere doesn't even have
2: a heart. A box.
4: <laughs> That's true. She doesn't have her heart where it's yeah. supposed to be.
3: <laughs>
0: somewhere Maybe hidden Rebel in a box. Skin has her heart.
4: Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh.
3: That's
5: why they kiss. Uh. Sarah, thank you you so much.
0: Sarah, thank you so much for sparking this uh, interesting and, uh, like, uh, a little bit disgusting conversation.
5: (laughs) Well,
0: we've had a great conversation here. And thank you so much, panelists, for joining us. Um, please tell us again your uh, name and where people can find your podcast about Once Upon a Time.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I, I'm Bill Meeks.
7: And, and- I'm Anne-Marie Simone.
1: And uh, we do a show as often as they have episodes and sometimes even more than that. Uh, <laughs> and you can find it on iTunes. Uh, at, uh, the show's called Greetings from Storybrooke. Or you can go to our website, uh, greetingsfromstorybrooke.com. And we have links to Facebook, Twitter, all that Ooh. sort of thing there, too.
2: <laughs> I'm Bud Vanderkay. You can find um, us at storybrooknewsreport.com. You can also find us by the same name uh, on Twitter. And uh, on Twitter, it's storybrooknr. And on iTunes, all of our information is on the website.
3: Oh, me? Okay. <laughs> uh, my, uh, uh, again, you can find us in iTunes as well. Our, our podcast is called The Storybrooke Herald, or you can go to storybrookeherald.wordpress.com. Uh, I'm technically using my Twitter to, uh, for, to give updates on our uh, for our podcast. Uh, we also have a group page on Facebook, which you're all invited to join, uh, The Storybrook Herald. Just uh, find the link, and it's a, a open group. Everybody can join, and I'll just add you over there.
6: Cool. Um, I'm Kaori Take. You can find me at AfterBuzzTV.com Sundays at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as well as on iTunes and YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter, K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S, Kaorius, And I will be updating. And there you go.
4: Well, my name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm with Operation Cover Podcast. And you can find us at OperationCoverPodcast.blogspot.com or on iTunes and our twitter account is at op cobra pod no at cobra podcast
5: <laughs>
4: i believe that is correct
3: we don't know our twitters
4: <laughs> i'm i'm blanking i'm blanking it's on the website
7: <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt just go to the website
3: yeah exactly yeah. just go there
0: and i'm daniel j lewis from com, where you can get our twitter and which is once podcast and our forums and subscribe to the podcast and all of that and iTunes and other fine podcast directories and panel. Thank you so much for joining uh, me in having this round table again. We'll do this again in the future for the next hiatus. And so thank you everyone for joining us and to you, the other panelists and to everyone else, the listeners and viewers have a happy ever after. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you.
5: Bye. Bye. Thank you, Dan. (laughs) Yay. Yay.